This podcast is brought to you by Frankie and Mare. Hello, I'm Claire Tonti and welcome to our podcast, Just Make the Thing, a show for people like me who want to start a thing and keep on making it and find it really hard. Some people use this show to help them make art or music or write something. Other people use it to make a change in their life and to keep on going with that change. So wherever you are in your life, I hope that you find this useful. This episode, I'm joined by Chanel Luchev and we talk about why people stay in jobs they hate, why they stay in situations that they're not happy in and often for years and years. And there's lots of reasons and factors as to why, but I also think there are options and there are always options to change small parts of your life if you're not happy. So I hope you get as much out of it as I did in this conversation with Chanel. It's also made me think about how short life is. It is. It's really short. It's really short to be stuck in a situation that you're not happy in. So on with our chat. Oh, and just as an aside, we planned this episode to be all about The Handmaid's Tale, that uh, TV show that's just been released recently. But we had too much to say, so we're going to do that in a bonus episode. Okay, on with the show. Ooh, hello. Hello. Working. <laughs> what a rushed old episode. Oh, my goodness gracious. I just got here and now I'm on the mic. Hello, <laughs> Chanel. Hi, Claire. Hello. Guess what? What? We have a sponsor. Woohoo! I know. This podcast is brought to you by Frankie and Murr Amazing Essential Oil Sprays. How lovely. I know. We'll talk more about them later. Okay. But they're real good. Okay. They're real, I'm real really good. excited. I know. And the package is really, really cool. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so... We were talking the other day, weren't we, about what to talk about? And then you texted me today that we wanted to talk about The Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Mm, because as some people probably know, some of the most interesting conversations on podcasts happens once you stop recording. Yes. <laughs> After that hysterical, somewhat delirious conversation we had last time yes we had a more sensible one after we really did and we said some really <laughs> meaningful and interesting <laughs> things whereas last week yeah we were quite delirious yeah. I don't know if this one is going to be any better because we're in your apartment again I and so. I've like run through the rain I had a really difficult uber driver who was it was a very passive aggressive conversation at mm-hmm. one point I was giving him directions and I said what do you think about going this way and he said whatever you think oh <laughs> ouch it was so mean and then then, but then I didn't know what to do. So then I was trying to make conversation and politely asking him, how long have you been driving Uber? And he said, 10 months. Oh. Like that. Should you be driving Uber? That should be the next question. Thinking. And then he said something like the traffic and then just nothing else. But you drive for a living. That's so surely you would come to expect that. Especially in Melbourne. Yeah, you would think so. But I know some people... Some Some people people are having a bad day. Some people are doing jobs that they hate. Mm, And actually, because we want to discuss The Handmaid's Tale, Mm. which is an incredible TV show. But just before we get to that, there was one other thing I wanted to discuss with you. People that do jobs that they hate? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Because as all things happen, most things I I think about now are inspired by Oprah, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure people are just turning off the podcast. (laughs) She's gone. She is awesome. Well, she's amazing. Mm. But also Dr. Phil. Do you remember Dr. Phil? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I... I started thinking Dr. Phil was really cheesy. 
And I got into my head that he was really cheesy and I was like, you know what, Dr. Phil, I'm done. I'm not mm-hmm. listening to you anymore because I got really into him when I was Did you? 14. I always found him to be quite aggressive and a bit scary. So I just, I couldn't handle it. Because he draws and he tells it like it is. He does. Oh, he tells God, you to get real about your life or some <laughs> nonsense. I don't know. can't remember. Some ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> yes, you're right. Well, yeah, but I kind of liked that. I mm-hmm. think at the time when I was a teenager, I really liked how full on he was and mm-hmm. how truth telling he was. I even bought his weight loss book at Did one you? point. Yeah, and I had a really embarrassing session where I filled all, it all in and then one of my friends at uni found oh, – I was at uni, so I was early 20s. And I found, the, found the book and, and started reading some of the things I'd written. Oh, no. I know. It was real embarrassing. Oh. I know. But it was okay. It all worked out in the end. That's good. Anyway, the reason I brought this up is because he and Oprah had a really great podcast, two episodes on her Mm -hmm. show, Super Soul Sunday. And one of the themes that came up a lot, and they were both shaking their heads and talking about it, was people doing jobs that they hate or settling for jobs that they're miserable in. Sure. And I mean, obviously, those two have found their way into doing jobs that are both fulfilling and amazing and successful. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was really interesting that they both were just so almost surprised that people would do things that they really almost hate completely Mm. or are really miserable in doing. I think uh, people start off doing a job as like a placeholder type of thing yeah and then they find themselves doing that job for much longer than they anticipated and that can be a bit depressing or upsetting right because I am not surprised that there are a large amount of people in the world that do jobs that they hate a lot of people I know do jobs that they hate in Mm. fact the minority of people I know do jobs that they really enjoy and quite like which I think is like sad really but I think it's almost a reality for some people I don't know. Yeah. I I think Dr. Phil was saying that too. And I think because part of it is an economic thing. Yes. Because, you know, everyone needs a living. It needs to make a living to put a roof over their head. And your circumstances with your family and kids or wherever you're at kind of dictate what kind of job that, you know, you have to be in something earning money. Yeah. And your circumstances where you grew up, what you earn, all those things. But I also think that there is a mindset that people kind of go, it's easier. It's that whole inertia thing. It's safer here. It's easier here yep. Yep. to stay where I am rather than go into that scary unknown. And oh, what yeah, Dr. For sure. Phil was saying was that it wasn't even about necessarily their fear of failure, mm-hmm. though that's quite big. Mm-hmm. He said they're actually even more afraid of success, which sounds really? weird. But he said his theory was the reason people are so afraid of success in a way is that if they get successful, if they move jobs, if they reach for more, mm-hmm. then they get it, then they have to keep getting it. They have to keep in that intense amount of pressure mm-hmm. to keep up with everything that they've achieved mm-hmm. over time. And that what happens too when you become more successful is you might move areas, you might buy mm-hmm. houses, you might mm-hmm. move away from the friends or the family that you are currently in and you're moving into a new area or a new space. And then that's also kind of scary. So it's the pressure and the expectation to keep achieving. Yeah. And people don't like the idea of having to put that on themselves. Yeah. And so it's kind of safer. And this is is his theory, but it's kind of safer in the like, oh, the, the, the ability to kind of go, oh, well, 
Better the devil you know. Better the devil you know. Yeah. And, oh, well, I couldn't really do that anyway. And, oh, I probably wouldn't succeed at that anyway. So yep. I'm safe here. Yeah. I don't have to try. If I don't try, I'm not going to fail. I'm yep. not going to succeed. But I'm not. But And so I can just kind of stay here. Mm-hmm. But he said then what can happen over time is that you might stay in that same miserable job that you hate for 20 years mm-hmm. and then end up 20 years later and go, hmm. There's a lot of other things I wanted to do that yep. I didn't get to. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. Big, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I I agree with that completely. And I think yes, obviously there is a there is you the more you risk, the more you have to lose. Mm. But then the more you risk, you also the more you have to gain, and it can open you up to other opportunities and possibilities that you would never have considered before so I don't know I think safety safety is fine but um I think it should be a temporal thing and not really a permanent kind of attitude yeah yeah definitely because in that I don't know if you've ever you found this but every time I've ever scared myself like every time I get into a situation where I'm like, I don't know what the frig I'm doing here. (laughs) I just need to leave right now and I want to vomit and I'm terrified. Mm -hmm. But then every time I do that, for better or worse, Mm -hmm. amazing, interesting, different pathways open up. Even if if you either, you know, you land on your face literally or physically or whatever, Mm. or you succeed at whatever it is that you've tried, you've scared yourself. It might even just be that you meet someone different, you mm-hmm. look at the world differently, mm-hmm. you discover something in yourself that you didn't know that you could do. Yeah. Um, or you fail and then you kind of learn through that. But I think you're really good at doing that too. I mean, I think I mean I take risks, but I also take calculated risks. So I mean mm. I'm I'm a, an advocate for going out and exploring things, but you also have to do the work to get yourself there in the first place. Certainly, like, sir. I wouldn't just announce, I'm going to become a clown tomorrow. I have no training or I experience. I support you, whatever you decide and to I'm be. a little scared of clowns. <laughs> I'm freaking terrified. <laughs> if you decide to be a clown, that is one thing I would be like, fuck no. <laughs> Chanel, what are you doing? Put that red nose away. You're freaking scaring me. Though you really did get obsessed with wigs for a while. If anyone listened to that like episode uh, so back obsessed. at the beginning. But not like red <laughs> Afro ones or like Krusty the Clown type ones. Just like general normal wigs. But yeah, I mean, I would, I, I will take calculated risks, but yes, I will take risks because I just think it makes life more exciting and interesting and meaningful and surprising and at, like as you've mentioned, like you don't really know what you're capable of until you kind of give yeah. it a burl, you know? Completely. And that's what um, our old mate Dr. Phil with the giant mo was saying, <laughs> that <laughs> that what brings you lasting joy and satisfaction is the fact that you've used all your faculties and mm. so at the end of the day you're like me and you are at the moment. It's mm. Friday night, we're exhausted. Mm. Just like, whew, what a friggin' massive, exhausting, mm. wonderful day! Because mm. you've ex- you're living in a space where you might you're definitely not necessarily there, mm-hmm. but you're working towards your potential. Yeah, you've got that feeling in your chest that you're like, you know what? I'm working towards something in that path that I want to go to, in that direction I want to be mm. in. Mm. And if you feel that, then that's what brings you sort of meaning and joy and yeah does that make sense yes absolutely yeah 100 percent. yeah 
But I totally I, agree. I, I just I um it's interesting because I am in a really privileged position that I now get to do a job that I love and it's all mm-hmm. intimate and I know that's a very privileged position. But James and I were talking about this same thing the other day because he's in that position too where he just loves his job. Yeah. But we've also been in the position where I was doing teaching, we both were, and I loved the kids and I yeah. loved my job, some aspects of it, mm-hmm. but I always felt like I wasn't completely in the right place mm-hmm. doing the right job for me. I just – I always felt restless. Yeah, sure. And so I don't really know how you kind of stumble into finding the thing that makes you kind of just want to keep thriving and moving forward. But I think that's what you were saying before about needing to just scare yourself a little bit. Yeah. But but planned. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Like you need to – I mean, there are ways to go and try out new things that are sort of relatively risk-free. Like you could take something on as a hobby – Take something on as a job, go and f- like uh, if it's possible, go and find like seek out a mentor who you know does that thing Ooh, that's and just go one. and watch them, ask them questions, go and have coffee with them. Like there are lots of things that you can do that are relatively risk-free that, yeah. that you don't have to announce to the world like, hey, I'm going to clown college. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why clowning is just really in my head today. But like I would go and seek out a clown and say, yeah. hey, Bozo, an old do you have time for experienced coffee? scary clown in their sixties. <laughs> He's been around the traps a lot. Had those giant pants and big yeah. shoes. <laughs> those like squirty water things. Yeah, and then you're like, we're you're ordering like, coffee, <laughs> and he's like, squirk, 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 <laughs> like into the cafe, just like squeezing water at everybody. Honk, honk. I don't know. And drove up in a little car. You've got a very specific <laughs> image in your head, but yes, something like that. I do. It's weird. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah. So you find an old clown. Yeah. And then they tell you what paths are going in your life. Yeah, and they're like, this yeah. is how I nice. did it. Yeah. This is who I spoke to. <laughs> and I've been clowning for 25 years or something like that. I get the distinct impression you actually want to be a clown. <laughs> like, it's really Sometimes I feel like I floor. am a clown. <laughs> or at least no. a, some kind of performance artist for work. They're like, go and do this Chanel, okay. Go and do this Chanel, okay. No problem. Anybody, anybody want any help? Give me, let me, give me something to do. Yeah, it's like spinning all the plates in the air. Playing tambourine, not tambourine, cymbals in between my knees. Squelching <laughs> <laughs> around in your giant shoes. You've got little feet though. I do, I do, which would make it even harder. It would be really hard. <laughs> well, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? That like you, nothing, there's all of this stuff, right, about like, you're stuck in a job you hate, right? And people do that a lot. They get mm. stuck in this job, but it's safe because it's mm-hmm. safe for lots of different reasons. But you're right. You don't have to like, take like a ginormous dive off the diving board and decide to like lead to go to the circus. Mm. You can just start a hobby. Totally. And then as as we always say, and I've said this a lot and so have you and James too, that you started as a side hustle. Yep. Side hustling along. Yeah. Doing your other thing. And that and so that you get a job that, you know, you're earning money in and, and allows you some flexibility so that then you can kind of pursue that other thing. Yep. Yeah. So I think but it is it's that shaking yourself out of your rut, out of your inertia. Mm. And it does, it makes me really heart sore to think about how many people I know that are doing jobs they hate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I think, and I think also when you come across people that do jobs they really love, like I caught up with my girlfriend today for um, a coffee really quickly and she's just recently changed jobs and she's like, she's amazing. She's a, 
um, is like she's a lawyer and she works for a, um, like a small, like an, an NGO and she's kind of fighting the good fight for the little guy. And I've never seen her happier in her job like than now. And she was just saying, she's like, I just really love what I do and the people are so supportive and I really feel like I can make a difference and I can really contribute to the community. Mm. And I was like, oh, my heart is melting oh, because, wow. um, you know, when you go when you go to law school, you want to be able to fight for justice and a lot of people don't get that opportunity and mm. she's like, she has taken it. And her life is not easy. She has four children, Holy four children, moly, two of dooly, tw- twin rooly. girls that are just about to start, like they're going to start Twins. Pre- mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Two boys and then twin girls. Oh, God. And the girls are just about to, to start prep and she's been kind of working on and off part-time and doing a master's and, you know, like she's – She's her life has not been easy, but she's still, you know, she's showing up for it. Oh, totally, yeah. and taking the risk. So she said, "I wanted to go and study." So she went and studied while she had babies, and um, she's like, "Oh, there's a couple of jobs I thought I might try. I don't really know." And I'm like, "Well, what's the harm? Like, go, yeah. go write the application. You might get an interview if you do. See what they say." And she went and did it, and now she got the job, and she's loving it. <sighs> so, like it, like it can work out. You just have to be. I guess tenacious, persistent, and yeah, and try, give it a go, yeah, yeah. exactly, and get out there. That's yeah. a, and show up for yourself. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. that's a big thing, like fighting for yourself, fighting, not settling for this is as, as far as it goes. Yeah, and there's always another way around things, and absolutely, yeah, don't yeah. you think? And and also that I think that it's also a lot of hard work. Oh yeah, unfortunately, yeah. She used to yeah. write her. Um, assignments at midnight after the kids have gone oh to bed. God. That's so impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it hasn't been easy, but if you really want to try something, there are avenues. There's always a way to go about yeah, doing it. There is. Yeah. You're not, you're not stuck. The only thing that's stuck is your mentality. Like you need to change yeah. your mindset. It's your mindset, isn't mm. it? It reminds me of gardening because, you know, I've been doing a lot of gardening. <laughs> you know, I love it. I love I it do. out there. And I was gardening today. I was planting my peas that we oh. planted a couple of weeks ago in little Cute. pots and now they're big and we're putting them in the ground. It just reminded me that in order for things to grow and flourish and mm-hmm. so you as a person to grow and flourish – there's lots of tiny little steps along the way yeah. and a lot of patience that you've got to put in. So like we put these pea seeds in these little pots mm-hmm. in the dirt mm-hmm. and nothing happened for ages and yep. we kept watering them and sheltering them and, you know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This sounds like raising kids too. And then over time, they slowly started to grow. Mm-hmm. And if you just keep on persisting, you water them every day, you mm-hmm. kind of shelter them. Sometimes you might forget, but you go back and you do it again. They're slowly bigger and now we've transplanted them into the ground. And eventually we'll get some uh, snow peas for a stir fry. Mm. But it's that awesome. idea. Yeah, but isn't life that too? Yeah. For yourself, like it's not big things. It's not like you go from a seed to a snow pea. No. I, I think, so you want to be a clown and I want to be a snow pea. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. Oh, this is all very confusing. But mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. That it's 
it's in the tiny, tiny, up at midnight doing that essay. Yeah. Tiny little everyday things. Small steps. Small steps mm. that eventually end you up somewhere where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And conversely, the small everyday choices you make that mean that you stay in the same position that you hate. Exactly. Because And then you stay in that mindset where you blame everybody else. Yep. Or some people get really down on themselves and just completely beat themselves up yep. too. Which I have to weird. say, at the risk of alienating people, I've got a real issue with people that play the victim as well. Mm. I know that people have hard circumstances. Life is hard. Mm. It is. And for some people, they, they find themselves in really unfortunate situations. Um, but the only person that can change your future is you. You know, and you yeah. kind of need to be the person that does that. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to come along and fix things for you. Mm-hmm. You got to do it yourself. Sing it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm> so sorry, <laughs> but that is one hundred percent true. Yeah. There is nobody else in your life that is going to pick you up off the floor. Yeah. No man, no woman, no relationship, no parent. Mm. It's bloody you in there picking yourself up out of your bootstraps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. picking your bootstraps up. I don't know. Something to do with bootstraps. It is. It is. But it, you're right. That's, Are bootstraps yeah. just shoelaces? I think they're special kind of ones. Special shoelaces? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, so hold that thought because it is the middle of our show, Chanel. And while we're talking about bootstraps, uh, this isn't related. But I have a present for you from like the marvellous really people. That's a really inappropriate segue. Frankie and Mitt. I oh, know. Yay, but yay, it is yay. kind of great because look what it says on the label. I, I already opened it. <gasps> you are marvellous. I am marvellous. You are. Thanks, Frankie. Thank and it you. says Frankie loves it you. It does. It's so sweet. Oh, gosh. So I have to tell everyone the story. So Frankie and Murr are this company. Lewis from Frankie and Murr contacted me because um, uh, they listen to the Weekly Planet, these guys. And so they love the Weekly Planet and then started listening to us and then were like, uh, excuse me, I work for this really cool company and they're so beautiful. So, Oh, can I open this? Oh, you certainly can. So oh, okay. on the label it says you are marvellous and then you open it up. Now, I've already opened it a little bit. That one's mine. Oh, look at it. It says 40 winks for you and it's purple. That's and it's beautiful. a calming lavender and chamomile spray for some serious snoozing. And I've been, it's all natural essential oils as well, <laughs> completely. It's delicious. And I've been spraying it on my pillow every night and just sleeping like These a baby. These labels are so awesome. So this one's wrapped in packaging and it says, shake the heck out of me before each use. <laughs> like I will. Isn't it I gorgeous? will instructions. I know. And it also came with, an, with um, some bubble wrap that I'll like rattle for you that I put on my Instagram if I you want to go and see. And it's, I wonder if I can pop it. Probably not because James popped all of it the other night. And it says on it, look, reduce your stress. Pop me. That's so true. It is so true. We need to, I'll see, there's there's my popping. (laughs) I love it. It's so fun. Mine is serenity now, which is what I need because I'm a highly anxious person. So I'm just going to spray it and I'm going to bathe in it. I'm going to do something. Yeah. It says both a mantra and an aromatic spray to help reduce pressure and stress. I need this. So badly. Oh, goodness. Yes. It's so delicious. So Wonderful. what's in yours? Does it have it on the label? What uh, is in your one? So on mine at the bottom, it says a calming lavender and chamomile spray for some serious snoozing, which is I think I already read that, but I wanted to read it again because it sounds so good. Uh, it does. Frankincense. Ooh. Spruce. Ooh. Orange. tree. Yes. Myrrh. Oh, wow. Rosemary seed extract and vitamin E. 
Lovely. Oh, beautiful. Delicious. How lovely. Well, now I have some copy that I'm going to read. Okay. To, to, to further tell everyone about Frankie and Mer. So their mission is to make aromatherapy accessible and fun for everyone. Woohoo! Did you feel like it was accessible and fun? I did. Certainly did. With silly <laughs> names that can genuinely help with health and well-being. Mm. They use all natural ingredients, pure essential oils, no synthetic perfumes or fragrance oils, which is a massive thing for me because mm. I'm allergic to synthetic fragrances. Are I'm you? Whole I'm a real sensitive Sally. Oh, I know. I'm allergic to white gold as well. Are you? I know. I know. I'm getting my rings redone for that very reason. How did you find out you're allergic? Because I got really bad eczema underneath my rings, oh. and then I went to the doctor, and they were like, "Yeah, that's not normal." Oh, and I tried lots of things, but yeah. So I'm really allergic to stuff that isn't natural. So that's one thing, and it yeah. is. I've been sleeping with this spray. And it's been beautiful. Mm. Mm. Very nice. So they're multi-purpose. They mm-hmm. can be used as a perfume, mm-hmm. a room spray, a linen spray, and they can help you um, to relax. They also help you to sleep. They help you with stimulation. They even help you with road rage and PMS, Chanel. With road rage? Road rage you can spray it in your car. Really? Yeah, there's one specifically for road rage. Is there? <laughs> it is. Awesome. Yes. It's so good. Um, and so... It works, aromatherapy works in two ways. Your sense of smell is 10,000 more acute than sight or sound and travels to the brain faster. Really? It affects the limbic system, which controls emotions and survival instincts. So a good smell is very likely to affect your mood on a primal level. That is amazing. Does that sound like a yoga thing? Yes. It really does. I'm just going to spray this all the time. I know. So amazing. So also the last thing that's really awesome, well, two things. One mm-hmm. is they ship everywhere. So they ship all over the world, oh, good. including Australia, good. which is pretty freaking amazing because they're actually from Australia. Good. <laughs> and this, the last thing is they have a special promo code just for our listeners. Oh, I know. That's wonderful. It's like getting a little present for yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so good. I love online shopping. <laughs> I know. It's the freaking best, especially when they have like really fun messaging yep. and bubble wrap. And they're beautifully wrapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so cool. So if you go to frankieandmer.com forward slash discount forward slash Make the thing. Very nice. Because that's our show That's name. us. <laughs> then you can get 15% off your entire purchase. That's wonderful. Yeah, and they're really reasonably priced yeah. as well. Yeah. All like under $30. Well, this is the thing. These kinds of things last for a long time as well. So it's kind Certainly. of it's a good investment, I think. I think so. And who doesn't want a room to smell better? And right? themselves. And their car. Yeah. And just like we need as many things as we can get <laughs> to just reduce some of this anxiety. Yeah, Honestly, and sleep better. Oh, so, yes. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Delicious. Okay. So, Frankie and Mer, thank you very much. Thank you. Yay. Whew. Okay. Well, back on with the show. So, <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about um, getting on with it, getting on with it, and not being a victim in your own life. Yes. Isn't that huge? Yes. Yes. It is so huge. Definitely. Because there is, and, and look, I. I have done that. I'm, I know it is very easy. We all do it. We do. I've done it. Yeah. I think, I mean, you, but you can. Like, I think it's so easy to look to like external factors to justify your reasons for your own misery or, mm. you know, stress or anxiety or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to learn to change your mindset. You have to you have to be look inside you. Oh God, this is sounding ridiculous. No, it's but true. Do you know what I mean? Look inside yourself and 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 really figure out what it is that you want and you have to take the steps yourself to do it because no one's gonna do it for you. It's so true. Mm. So as Mariah Carey always sings. Does she? You know that song Hero? 
Oh, yes. A <gasps> hero like Oh, my goodness. It is you. true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. I know. And you finally see the truth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That woman. I love, I've loved her from the mm-hmm, get-go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's awesome too. So, yeah, no, I completely agree because also you're the only person that is going to be with you for your entire life from yep. go to woe. Yep. You have to live with your yourself in there. Correct. And so I really think there's a common thread in like if it's a Dr. Phil or a Michelle Bridges or it's an Oprah or Glennon Doyle or Or Brene even Scott Brown Pape, or... you know, the barefoot investor? Yeah, Scott Pape. He says yeah. a man is not a financial plan, but it's the love same it. as – Anybody, you know. Yeah. Like someone else is not your ticket out of crapsville, yeah, you exactly. know. Exactly. Because even and even if in the short term you think they are, mm. in the long term, they're not they're that no one person or one thing can make you happy. No. If you are not happy with yourself exactly. good self in there. Yep. And you've learnt and got to know yourself. Isn't that the biggest thing in life? Yeah. And and you see it with successful people like Aturia Pitt, who's this mm-hmm. incredible um um motivational speaker in Australia too, um, she got burns from like the top of her head to the bottom of her oh, feet and and very, you know, huge scarring across her body and she's just incredibly inspiring, just had a baby, got married, running, you know, marathons and triathlons <laughs> wow. and Amazing. just incredible. And, I mean, yeah. not everybody is Turi Pitt-esque um, but you do have to, like there is a common thread between all those people and it's all mindset. Yeah. Yep. It's not physicality, it's not smarts, it's not, you know, um, emotional intelligence even necessarily, mm. it's their mindset. Yep. The, so not even good looks necessarily. No. I think it's having that a positive outlook but not in a false way, like being having a good relationship with your own self. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Oprah. I don't know very much about Dr. Phil's background but Oprah had a pretty – hard upbringing massive and she is incredibly successful so yeah there is definitely a common thread I think yeah hard working Mm. ambitious would push themselves yeah but to be contented though Mm. I think you cannot be like outwardly have fame and fortune and all those things but I think people who truly you meet and go you've had you're a contented human like you've lived a really great life I think those people have really great relationships with themselves. Yes. Do you think? Yep. Yep, absolutely. Because yeah, it kind of emanates outwardly then mm. into everything else that you do. Yeah. So how do we get there? Oh, good. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Mm. You, yeah. Well, you have to try and find the thing that gives you some joy and work away at getting to that or find yeah. make, a, make a set a goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. Work away at getting to that goal. Yeah, find what it is that 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 lights you up. Yeah, and if it's a hobby, then you just you make it into a hobby. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, isn't it? Yep. And also, being of service is a huge thing. I think if you feel like we've talked about this before, belonging, mm. being a part of something. Mm-hmm. If you feel of service in the job that you do, yes. However, it is for others, for the world. If you've got, I think that gives you great contentment and satisfaction. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Because if you're of service and you're giving of yourself, you're not having a good relationship with yourself doesn't mean being selfish and self-involved. It's sort of almost the opposite. It's like the more that you give out of yourself to others. The more you get back. The more you'll get back yeah. as long as you also are kind to yourself. Yeah. There's sort of a balance there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you can give too much of yourself and then end up being miserable. Yeah, absolutely. And victim-y. Yes, definitely. And martyr And resentful. Yeah. And that's not nice. Like, No. I think you need to be uh, almost a bit – if you're really, if you want to give of yourself to other people, then you need to do it out of a space of love and not not out of expectation that they will reciprocate because mm. you'll just be disappointed. That is That's true. what I think anyways. Yeah. I do. Sometimes I think – Doing things for others can be a selfish thing but a good way of being selfish. Yeah. Because that's how if you move in the space where you're like, well, I'm doing this for other people because I know that it also makes me feel good. Yeah. And then you don't get so resentful of other people because you're like, well, this is making me feel good. It's it's adding richness to my life and building connection with other people yeah. for me. This is going to sound weird. I don't know if this makes any sense. But, you know, you're, you're connecting with other people and giving out will of yourself but not just for them, also for you. Mm-hmm. And that feeds into itself because the more you're okay, the more you have to give. Absolutely. The more love you have. It all comes back to love, doesn't it? It's all about love. It's all about love, Chanel. <laughs> like love all you need is love, love right? Yes. <laughs> do, 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 do. All you need is love. Oh, no, she's singing. <laughs> Seriously. I like the singing. Yeah. I know, I do too. That's my favorite. <laughs> Actually, that is something I have been doing my pottery, mm-hmm. been doing my gardening, mm-hmm. been doing a little bit of cooking and exercise and stuff. Exercise, big one, mm. helps you. Um, but I really think I want to start doing some singing again. Fabulous. Not just like Mariah Carey on a podcast. <laughs> and not for anyone else, just just to do it. Yeah. My friend, one of my friends joined an acapella club last year because she was like, I need to do some more creative things. And she's like, I want to sing again. I used to be in a choir. So she just she just Googled it and found a club. I love that. And she's like, we do show tunes and we do <laughs> we do um, like all the famous musicals and it's so much fun and oh, it's ridiculous, but I love it. I love that so much. Maybe I will do that next. You should. After I finish pottery. <laughs> Don't take on too much. I know. Yeah, this is other thing. <laughs> Balancing all things. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to skedaddle off to see Annie Donner, actually. Oh, one of really? our podcasts. They're very having nice. their last live show. I'm going out for dinner with husband man James. Oh, very and, nice. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk there very fast. Very quickly. With a microphone <laughs> in a backpack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all about commitment mm-hmm. to your thing because mm-hmm. we're doing it weekly now. Absolutely. Exactly. Very like, impressive. I've got a guest next week though. Oh, okay. So it's okay. Good. We don't have to rush it. <laughs> we were going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale. We were. We'll do that next oh, time. No. I think there are still a few, a few episodes left, aren't there? There are. Yeah. Maybe, okay, maybe we'll save The Handmaid's Tale. This is very unprofessional. <laughs> Because I planned to – oh, no. But, yeah, maybe we'll save The Handmaid's Tale and mm-hmm. we'll do like a bonus episode sure. after we've watched the season. Yeah. Should I can't I imagine there'd be too many left. Cause there can't be. Yeah. How much more horror and depression Oh, God, who knows? Fit? Every time I think it's going to get – it's like it's got as bad as it ha- like could possibly. It just gets worse for some reason. It does. So – You know the word that comes to mind? It's harrowing. Mm, yes. Deeply harrowing. Yes, indeed. Yes. Because what if it happens? Oh, God. This is a thing. Women. Okay. We will talk about this because it's it's a very big, it's a very, it was a really interesting discussion about women and everything, but mm. I do have to go see a show. Yes. No, so go, go, go. My deeply political things about women will have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. Claire's views on breath. <laughs> Claire's views on women coming up. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Cue eye roll. <laughs> yep. Cool. And your views because you yes. have some great things to say. Yes. I have many views. Many, many views. So many views. Oh, and I'm really? going to find a way to articulate myself in a constructive way so that I don't just start ranting and yelling <laughs> into, the <microphone. laughs> into the microphone. It's probably not the most positive. <laughs> but then again, maybe it'll be really funny. Yeah, it might be for some. It oh, might she's be. lost it. She's lost her serenity now, Spray. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Your Frankie and Mer serenity spray. Maybe we'll need it. We better use it for that episode, yeah. actually. We really better do that. Oh, okay. Dear. Well, lovely listeners. Uh, until next time. Until next time. And visit Frankie and Mer. It's yes, very cool. Indeed. Some cool sprays over there. Get some sleep. Yes. And serenity. Yes. Now. <laughs> bye. Uh, bye. You've been listening to a podcast with me, your host, Claire Tonti and Chanel Luchev. If you'd like to email the show, you can contact us at justmakethethingpod at gmail.com. If you want to find more fantastic podcasts from the Planet Broadcasting Network, you can go to www.planetbroadcasting.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I tell stories over there at Claire Tonti or on Twitter at Mrs. Sunday Movies. Chanel is on Instagram at Ben Yoga Melbourne. And I hope you have a great week. As always, thank you so much to the Raw Collings for editing this episode and uh, I'll chat to you soon. Keep on making guys. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.